This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. This podcast is also brought to you by the new Squarespace. Squarespace.com introduces a new content management system, making it faster and easier to create a high-quality website, blog, or online portfolio. With professional designs and website templates optimized for any size smartphone, tablet, or computer. For a free trial and 10% off new accounts, go to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth and use offer code roosterteeth11. That's roosterteeth and the numbers one and one. Hey, everyone. Welcome to podcast number 191, the 191st podcast ever. Luckily, there is nothing else happening in the world tonight. There is no need to revert to your TV or go to any other website. Just join us here for the podcast and uh, we're going to have a good time. Not talking about politics. Take a seat. Have a seat. Um, Join us. With me this week, I've got... Barbara. Miles. Monty. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a rare treat with uh, Monty this week. Monty can rarely visit us in the annex because of Joe the cat. Fuck. I love Joe. I love cats. But... You're cursed. You I'm fucking, I'm fucking cursed. an allergic reaction like before anything even started. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's my lungs right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking... I, People are going to tune in tonight to watch you die live on the internet. <laughs> I, we, we talked about this before on the podcast, wasn't it? Where I, I, when I first moved to Austin, I fucking died. Yeah. Like, it was the worst. Rest in peace, uh, uh, Joe is the, the, the cause Joe was the cause. Yeah. We had that small Congress office. Jesus. And it was such an enclosed space. And I'm trying to work. But I have asthma... And I'm allergic to cats. And I love cats and I love dogs. But the combination was just horrible. <laughs> yeah. Suck. So Halo 4 came out. Oh, Can we talk about Halo 4, please? Before we get to that. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I, want, I, got, I got to talk. The reason we had Monty on this week, the reason he's braving Joe the Cat, is to talk about uh, Ruby, which we finally yes. showed a trailer for yeah. at the conclusion of Red vs. Blue Season 10 last Fuck night. Fuck, yeah. We're fucking excited. It's, it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> it was at the end of the Season uh, 10, Episode 22. Yep. And um, finale of RVB. Season 10. <laughs> yes, we are still making very, RVB, by the way. Very you can go to what? What's the web address, Gus? Are, are they still, still making redversusblue.com? Are, are you still making redversusblue? Are, are they? Are they? Yes. Okay. I've seen it posted like five times today. <laughs> I think because there's credits at the end of this episode, because we love the credits so much. They're cool credits. They were cool credits. There's, a more, there was a, there's more sense of finality. <laughs> yeah. You notice? Everyone's like, this must be the end. Hey, and then we announce another show. So it's like, this is really the end. Yeah. No, it's not the end. No, it's, it's not uh, the end. We're still going to be making it. Ruby. As Bernie has always said, as long as people like it, we will keep making it. Yep. Just shut the fuck up. And <laughs> even once you hate it, even once you're, you're totally fed up with it, and you're like, just stop, we'll still be there. You're going to milk the shit out of it. <laughs> every penny it's worth. But, uh, so yeah, uh, you've been working at Ruby for a while, and uh, it, it must be a huge relief to finally have the trailer out there. Because you teased it a little bit at New York Comic Con yeah. with that little paper. We, uh, like, I came up with Ruby. I mean, I, I, I've been working on, like, the technology for the show for, like, years. But I came up with the, the, the theme uh, red, white, black, and yellow because I'm Asian. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're going to avoid politics. No, but just red, dive straight into racism tonight. Yeah, red, white, it's going to be good. Red, Join white, us. and black. Shut up. Red, white, and black. <laughs> No, okay. The, the color, the color scheme works. I like the colors red, white, and black. And you can, gold or yellow can fit in there. And then I was able to like somewhere between half a dream fit 
the, th the three, four yeah. letters into the name who, Ruby. Who on their right mind would mix the colors red, white, black, and yellow or gold <laughs> oh, together? Shit. That would look terrible. Oh, my God. It's like you knew. Oh, my God. Side <laughs> note, somewhere between Half a Dream sounds like an awful Lifetime movie. Or the name of a band. I was I was I was like half asleep when I came up with Ruby. I was like the the the, the way this started was I was I was talking to Bernie just about just shooting the shit. I mean we were like still in crunch with RVB uh, ten. I was talking to Bernie. I just had ideas for season eleven, and Bernie was like Monty because he was like we're all freaking about even we were we weren't even sure we were gonna be able to finish season ten. Like as long as you finish season ten, you do whatever you want. I was like I take you up on that. So like I just started. Actually, taking it seriously, thinking about the idea of doing my own show, and that's where it came from. So this is like May, June-ish. I just came up to, with that idea of the RWBY. Uh, so we—it's been a while. I mean, as soon as we finished season ten, I started animating that trailer. How long did it take you to make the trailer? Two and a half, three weeks, probably. Hmm. Just a lot of it was like half R and D, half animation. So like you know, the process it it it, it, it kind of accelerates as you go along. I guarantee you it's going to get faster and easier as we go forward, and there's going to be more, I guarantee. The, I guess one of the reasons, like, this trailer is the way it is, you know, it's so action-heavy, is because um, I could just make fight scenes in my sleep, you know? The kind of thing we want to deliberate on and put more thought into is, like, the plot and character. And that's the stuff that Miles and Carrie has been helping me with. So, like, um, <laughs> the writing. Yeah, so uh, Ruby is being it's directed by Monty Ohm. Uh, and then uh, Monty, Carrie, and myself are the lead writers for the show. And uh, essentially what it's been like for the past few months is we go to work, we make Red versus Blue and a lot of other stupid things that we put on the internet. We go home, and then we go to work trying to write uh, this new show. Yep. And um, so for those of you that have seen the trailer uh, and you saw the little image at the end, you'll see that there's we have four characters, one of which has been revealed, yep. whose name is Ruby. Her name is Ruby, spelled traditionally. With a U. With a U. Yes. Ruby with a U is but, our first revealed character. But the name of the show is still Ruby, spelled with a W. Just to fuck, with, to fuck you. with you. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon He was like, the day we were putting up the trailer, he comes by my desk, he's like, hey, so I saw, the, I saw that end graphic. It looks really good. I'm like, yeah, thanks. I think it looks really cool. He goes, yeah, yeah. So the name of the show's like it's Ruby, right? I'm like, yeah, with a W. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if people are gonna get it. I'm like, what do you mean? People? It's gonna be fine. Like, we want people to speculate. We want people to talk about it. He's like, I don't know, man. Like, if I saw something spelled that way on the internet, like, I just sit there just being like, is it Ruby? You <laughs> <laughs> literally went. And then he went. And then when I was like, I was like, I, well, we're putting it up today, so I think it's fine. He goes, was, he, goes, he, goes, he, goes he goes, okay, well, just sit on it. Okay? I went to, I went, to, and then he went to you, no, and he went to me, and I was like, Brandon. It's been this way day one. That's the reason for doing the show. And he goes, he goes like, okay, okay, what, what color can I spell with a U? He was like, he was like, can we make the W like, like not as angular? Maybe like, you know, curve the bottom so it actually looks like two U's maybe? Or maybe like well, we put a, a U it's behind? A, it's a double U. And Brandon's an... Ruby. <laughs> um, so, so Ruby, uh, Ruby is, uh, the title of the show, Ruby is an acronym. It's a... It's red, white, black, yellow. Red, white, black, yellow. People red, finally... Red, white, black, yellow. Oh, God. Okay. Easy, um, easy to remember. Pointing at your face again. Um, so, do, yeah. Do, do you want to show any of the stuff? I know you brought uh, some assets that you wanted to show. Oh, right. Well, uh, I guess you've already seen the trailer. I mean, the first thing... I mean, the first, like, actual step I took in making this... I mean, there's 
you kind of swirl it around your head and you kind of think about the, the technology. But the first actual step I took in this was uh, making the world map. This was actually something <laughs> I wanted to do in season nine, to, uh, uh, to be completely honest. I've always wanted to build my world, right? And back in season nine, I actually talked to Bernie about like, all right, where's the geography? What takes place? I, like, I wanted to plot it out. That didn't happen. What's on a ring world and what's on a normal world? Yeah. <laughs> like, of course, we don't want it. Like, man, sometimes, you know, there's a ring in the sky, like, Earth-like planet. Relic's you know? totally on Earth. Don't look at the skybox. Because Reach was coming out <laughs> that year, and I remember that they had that awesome-ass art book, and it, it's, it, it had the big uh, the picture of the planet on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was awesome. They, their, rule, their rules they set up for their world, which governed uh, the game Reach, like gravity was like one point something extra times mm -hmm. the amount of gravity. That's why all the trees are like, they grow up, at, they grow at that strange angle they have. And there's also like certain craters on mm -hmm. the planet. Mm -hmm. um, my rules about the world is um, that if I'm, if I'm making this show, that if I figure out what the world is, that geography determines culture and culture determines your people and people are part of your story and that's the most important thing. So you're saying the world map is like the most important thing? Yeah. Okay, do you want to tell them how you made the world map? Okay. So the most, <laughs> which, according you to you, is like the most important thing you, ever. You want to pull up the, the, the world they, map. They showed it a little while ago. Okay. Show again. We'll put it in the link. If up. you go to the next frame, I also have a paper version. Everyone, by the way, the, the, the night I was making this, everyone was very surprised. Terry was like, why are you so good at making maps? I'm like, what? It's the map. I'm like, but like, and then I made a paper version and Shane was like, what? You, you should have a job making maps. <laughs> you, you, you can make maps so well. I'm like, just lines and paper. What's going on? Um, the, the way I made this map was uh, the first step I took. There's a video, actually. Um, do you want to play it? No. <laughs> you, reco you recorded this? And, of course, for anyone listening to the audio podcast, we'll have these images in the link dump. In right. The video yeah. I'll probably well. post this to, uh, uh, as an RT Life at some point, but this is me and Shane at IHOP. Do you dress like an anime character everywhere you go? And, <laughs> look, I'm still wearing red, black, and, and white, and I'm still yellow. Um, and red <laughs> Shane and I, this is like probably a mid-crunch July of RVB 10, and I'm at, Sh I hop with Shane, and I just pour, I'm like, I poured ketchup into a napkin and then smooshed it around, and I was like, that's the base for our map. So if you go to the next image, you'll probably see a giant ketchup, yep, a giant ketchup stain, <laughs> that's, that's what the map was based off of. I took that in the Photoshop and started drawing it off of that. The philosophy behind that is, is that I feel like, as a 3D animator, I was probably talking about that in the video, as a 3D animator, using, utilizing all this technology, our process, all these computers, all these numbers and stuff, our process is so artificial, it's, it's riddled with so much artifice, that not only for that, for everything else I do, I try to uh, imbue a, like, kind of like an anarchy, anarchic like, chaos, just to give it some sense of like, you're randomness. Like, you're like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> like you need to preserve that, 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 that sense of chaos because the process we do is so, so robotic. So you, to you, chaos is ketchup. Chaos is Yes. I, I, I so was like, it's, it's ketchup, mayonnaise, something black, and mustard? <laughs> mayonnaise is beige. Wolf. I don't know. <laughs> we, we probably want something whiter. <laughs> this is going to be like the most zen right here, podcast baby. with you talking about this. It's, weary, it's really weird that we haven't gone into discussion about Gavin's John Thomas. And Jack God, you had to bring it up already. I had to bring it up because no. he's not here. We got All we have so is Barbara far. with her impersonation All we have is Barbara. All we have is you. But so the important thing was like, especially with <laughs> everything that we just raise in our production value, that you have to preserve like that anarchic energy that like 
influences everything you do. So like if I let a ketchup stain influence the world and then it just like travels down throughout the, the aspects of the production, I think that's a good thing. And I, you try to preserve that with everything you do. I would do that in RVB as well. And that's why I, invo I, invo I involve as many people as possible because if it's just one person, you become rigid and static. So I like, yeah. that's why first, first, first person yeah, I involved rigid. was Kerry. Uh, I went to Kerry and I, 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 I gave him anime homework because I noticed that he would just be watching stuff while working on RVB like I would be doing. We all have multiple monitors. So I was like, Kerry. So more than others. Yeah. <laughs> I said, Kerry, you should, you should do, if you, if you want to be honest, you should do some anime homework. So I just started giving him shows to watch that we could, you know, work comparatively to. And then um, Miles was the second person onto this where I would give him anime homework. Yeah. Watch this show if you want to be part of this. You guys give me shit all the time because you, like, doing animation and compositing, you can have something on the background that you can listen to and watch. But I was having to write and then, like, edit audio and do shit like that. So I couldn't watch it during the day like you guys could. And you would just come up to me, oh, what, you haven't watched, uh, you haven't watched, uh, <laughs> do you, Logan yet? Do you want to play the trailer and talk about it here, about anything in particular? Sure, while we're let's, here? let's put it up. Yeah, why don't we uh, go ahead and put that up. And again, we will, we'll link this for anyone listening to the audio version. Like, dump? Uh, that way we can have Monty talk about maybe anything that like oh. a mini director's commentary. Man, the God, the best part was the music. That oh was like God. the last thing to put in, which I'm not a fan of that. I will be working with Jeff Williams even closer, but he's such a phenomenal artist. Like he like we get each other so much. It's it's great. So like his his lyrics were so helpful in oh, this. Yeah. The, 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 I guess the first thing that hits people with this is like the art style, which Everyone calls it cell shading. It's not. It's not a, a term I'm a fan of because cell shading implies this technology that was somehow invented, that that's you know chosen to emulate a style. To me, it's just uh, within within my system. I just hit a few switches and it looks like this. It's not a phenomenal amount of technology. Now, to be completely honest, technology doesn't grow. We just we just use it better. So like me doing this was just let me just try something different. Uh, yeah, so it was, I mean, that's kind of what the steps it takes, and you know, uh, this this is a first, this is like a, a like a first effort. So down the line, it's gonna get a lot better. And you know, I mean, I'll like there's a good amount of response saying, you know, this is just uh, a, it's a teaser, but it's a, a, almost a four minute teaser, which <laughs> I somehow couldn't make it under three minutes. I just had moves in my head that I wanted to get to. I mean, I planned on making it like a two minute teaser, but for weeks we heard like slashes and gunshots and yeah. wolves and all sorts of shit. One, one of the first, like, because I did the animating and the editing, normally, you know, uh, RVD, like, uh, Nathan or Matt would be doing the editing. I was doing the editing because uh, I it, it, it was very important to me. Part of, part of doing the editing meant I also did the sound pack. And to me, um, there's a certain rhythm to combat that I try to infuse where the human mind naturally accepts rhythm. So if you have this fantastical thing happening, if the, if, if the combination of impacts on screen that's happening has like this sense of rhythm to it, then the mind naturally accepts it. So that, that's another thing that I try to put in my work. That's why I, wa I want to work even closer with Jeff because I made a version. I made a version that was even much longer than this. And then going back and forth between Jeff, I would modify my work based on the music he would get back to us. Like down to like Sunday night, I was re-editing shots to be more rhythmic because that's one of the things, uh, you know, everything that we put on screen, like regardless of whether or not how stylized, stylized it is like this, or even the most realistic stuff, uh, I feel like 
film is your imagination of what happens. It's not the actual thing. So like things that anime does very well, which is the reason to do this, like frame modulation and time scaling, is the stuff that happens in your mind when you when this when you actually go through this the certain feats and watching it, it should bring those emotions towards you. I gotta say something, when you first came to me to talk uh, about Ruby and you told me, oh yeah, it's a badass Red Riding Hood with a giant sniper sight, I was a little put off because I, 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 I kind of discovered anime in college. I wasn't a big anime fan, um, but I, I've never been a fan of like the like small characters with giant, crazy, enormous <laughs> weapons. Like I never really got that, but then when you explained to me how she fought, I immediately thought it was cool because I was like, okay, so there's this little girl that rocks around with a giant sniper scythe thing. How does that work? And then you, what you pointed out was the, the way she's able to swing it with such power and such force is that whenever she attacks with a melee attack, she essentially fires, and the recoil from that is how she gets around so fast. It's yeah. how she kind of flies it, through the air. And... It reminds me of a cooler version of the uh, gun sword from Final Fantasy VIII yeah. that Squall Lionheart had, I, which I'm, at the I'm... time I thought was the dumbest thing <laughs> in the world because it was a revolver with a giant sword under it. When I was... When I, was I remember when I was... First, when I first told this idea to Bernie, it's the same thing. When I, I would go through the motion, it's like, okay, so it's like this 50 cal sniper rifle. It's got a blade, and when you fire, it goes, and would pull, pull, like, pull the blade. <laughs> and he was like, that's cool. And Bernie came back to me some days later about how I kind of always been doing this. I mean, I've kind of been doing this since like Haloid when I did Shotgun Kata. Mm-hmm. I have other things co- going, but the philosophy behind it, and we'll, we'll have a little bit more of it later, but the idea is to utilize motion in a way where you don't waste movement so it's like philosophically you have these things weapons that require a reload action so like sniper rifle the, the 50 cal rifle it's like <laughs> but you notice every time in the trailer she doesn't reload like like always reload like this she's also like swinging the scythe around to utilize the motion and she uses the the linear action of the rifle itself as a motion one thing that carrie and i uh really wanted and you too but um monty you're like the the action master but carrie and i've been um, working on a lot of the um, just straight up dialogue and, and characters and stuff like that, and we just wanted to point out that this the re- this this teaser is super super action heavy. Yeah, it's Beowulf. Oh yeah, she fights Beowulves. We were very <laughs> proud of that. Uh, it's 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 Ruby masquering this freaking army of Beowulves with crazy weapons for like four minutes. But the show is not going to be just like right. crazy super balls action. Like I said, the, the things I. <laughs> Character is important, yes, but that's why it takes more deliberation, deliberation and thought. I literally started on this as soon as RVB 10 finished. Yeah. So I had character in mind. And to me, I mean, there's also a level of storytelling you can do in motion and in character. There's a lot of her character in how she moves. But we have a very cerebral audience, so I'm not surprised that's the response, where it's like, where are the words? The words are coming. It just yeah. takes time to write <laughs> the them down. Words the words are coming. Words? And you mentioned uh, Red vs. Blue wrapping up, and I want to get back to that in oh, just a second, okay. but I want to read this uh, okay. here first, if I could. I want to remind everyone that this episode is brought to you by the new Squarespace. And now Squarespace.com is faster and easier than ever to create a high-quality website, blog, or online portfolio. Squarespace is a unified service for giving you everything you need to create and maintain a professional-looking website, from domains, design, development, hosting, and support. Squarespace gives you... Pro- Professionally designed templates to make your website look exceptional. An easy-to-use UI for managing your website, including a new page builder tool called the Layout Engine. Uh, Squarespace is optimized for mobile devices. Uh, so when you add an image to your site, seven different versions are created. Um, and their iPhone, iPad, Android apps make it easy to update your site on the go. Uh, what's really great about Squarespace, it includes excellent social media integration. 
can automatically import, sync, publish to and from you know, any major social media. Uh, you can pull photos from Instagram, sync pages with Facebook, auto-publish to Twitter. Um, and if you, and Squarespace is built on cloud architecture for speed and stability. Uh, it uses the latest web technologies like HTML5, CSS3, JavaScript. Uh, got great support, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, you can sign up for free. Don't even need a credit card. Uh, you can try it out for 14 days. Uh, then if you do decide to purchase, use offer code ROOSTERTEETH11. <coughs> ROOSTERTEETH11 numbers one one to get 10% off. Um, so go ahead, give it a shot, check it out. It makes it super easy. You just pick a template if you want and then just drag and drop elements around the page. You can resize stuff dynamically. <coughs> it makes it super easy to create uh, a website and maintain. You don't have to... If you know stuff about making websites, cool, you can do that as well with the service. But if you don't, it's super easy to put something together. And uh, that reminds me of a conversation you and I had, I think the first time we met, uh, Anime Boston. Oh, yeah. You, you were talking about uh, uh, different I, ways to get people to know who you were. And I said, you, know, you should have a website, yeah. a place where people could go and, uh, and do all of that. So all of, to all of you aspiring Monty Ooms, get your own domain. <laughs> and uh, well, well, have, have, have a place sleeping. for people to... To gather and talk about stuff. True. Like, I mean, that's one of the things we've always talked about is YouTube is great for content distribution, but there's no community. There's just a flood of comments. Uh, So, highly recommend it. Something that Bernie always talks about is like having your own space on the internet. Yep. Your own corner Mm -hmm. of the internet, I think he refers to. So, I mean, a ton of people come up to me, especially because I'm a community manager, asking, like, how do I get my stuff noticed or how do I get a job with Rooster Teeth? that's one of the most important things is to have your own space on the internet and somewhere you could kind of funnel all your stuff into, I yeah, think. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you did. So I wanted to talk a little more about uh, Red vs. Blue, if we could. Since we just we wrapped, today is the launch for our uh, Season 10 DVD, Season 10 Blu-ray, and our... 10-year DVD and 10-year Blu-ray box Oh, my God. Why do we have one? Oh, we should have one. Can someone go get us one? I totally stole one. I just have it on my desk because it looks fucking awesome. The box set is so impressive. It's like a book. It's like bound, and it's got, what, 14 discs in it. has got nothing on it. It's huge. Yeah, it's massive. It's got. I mean, it's like... Ten years of my life in a in a box. Do you want to describe the like the description when we went through on last Monday's morning meeting about like this one has this many discs, and this one has this many discs, but this one has this. There's this a shitload oh, yeah. of discs. That's I know all this you off by heart. If you want me to explain. There's it. A, so there's uh, 14 discs God. in every Blu-ray version, unless you get the Best Buy version or our version, on which the is site. the. I'm gonna get to that. Fuck. Jesus Christ! I'm <laughs> mid fucking sentence. I wanted to help. I only it's also the same version we have on our site. has a bonus 15th disc. I would have started with that. Because our site is the place that they should get it. But it has a sticker on it that says Best Buy Edition. Kara's bringing Switch me a copy. Can you bring it over here, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kara. Yeah, pass this over here. Shout out. This and shout out to Ray. The, this is uh, the regular version. This is the DVD version. That's the regular ass version. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Still looks awesome. Yeah, Show it to uh, the camera. God yes. damn it. <laughs> Do your job better. Um, I've done this enough times. <laughs> Uh, so it's uh, like I said, it's it's massive. We could it's probably so fan it out it. between me and Gus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll open it up just up. to show how Do many there are in here. It's actually got remastered audio, so it's five dot one, uh, and it's it's really really fun. So season cool. one doesn't sound like. <laughs> this thing has over eighteen hours worth of. Yeah, the runtime on it is eighteen hours and forty two minutes plus extras. Yeah, and that includes uh, eight hours of bonus content. I love that. Uh, that doesn't include the eight hours of bonus content. That doesn't include the eight hours of bonus content. No, that's extra. Shit. 
Uh, so you can see Bell all the sexy. different. On the left side, you get yeah. all the freelancers, and then text in the middle, and then the Blood Gulch crew on the side, and it's fucking cool. There you <laughs> go. I'm nerding out over it. I like it. It's, it's really got badass. Two of those flaps. One, yeah, one of the cool things about this that uh, I thought was a really great idea, I think this was Brian's idea actually, is uh, on the pamphlet insert, if you look on the back, it uh, mm. has, like, we all signed it. Yep. Which was uh, pretty neat. It's got everyone's signature. I don't on remember it. doing that. I do. It was out there on the. On the <laughs> I was really excited. We got a bunch of old pictures from uh, the ten years of making Red Any nudes? And, uh, no nudes. Damn it. Uh, Fuck. Th- no, there are no nudes. <laughs> <laughs> just, just go to Gus's office if you want nudes. Um, yeah, you're right. They're everywhere. It's true. So I mean, we, th- that was worked on for a long time and oh finally out the door. We have hindsight on it, but man, if you think back to the to August, July of like Brandon and Lindsay Jesus, and. Man. People were sleeping here. I mean, oh, this, this yeah. wrapped, the, Chris, that project yeah. wrapped, I think, in, what, early September, early mid-September. September, yeah. Uh, and it was a real endeavor. And it, it's crazy to me now to think about what a big day this is with Halo 4 launching, our shit launching, <laughs> Ruby coming out, the presidential election. It's like so and all this stuff happens podcast. at the same time. Yeah, and we were at the Halo party last night, and all this was happening at the same time. Oh, my God, yeah. the Halo party was nuts. That was insane. So we went we went to the Microsoft store up north of Austin, or in North Austin. I know and it's coming. Yeah, and we did we did, uh, we did a signing thing there with Certain Affinity, and there's some people yep. from 343. It was really, really awesome. Um, and we made some friends with uh, some of the folks at Certain Affinity during, like, like when we were shooting, like, uh, spoiler alert, the last scene of uh, Season 10 right. was in Halo 4, so we got to go there. Ahead of time, and we made friends with a bunch of guys. It was cool seeing them there. Uh, we got to play the game, which is awesome. Fun. <laughs> the game is so good. Uh, I think my favorite part of the night, though, was the very end. So we had been hanging out. There was pizza. There was the game. We were just mingling with a bunch of fans. Signing, signing fans. Um, signing fans. Si- signing fans. On fa- their face. Some people asked. Yeah, no. Um, and uh, <laughs> we're hanging out. I was talking with Ray, and he, he has to go to the bathroom at some point. And the be- it was weird. Like, you had to go down this hall that was, like, outside the building. Right. And then it was like, yeah, it's some weird shady back area. And then you can come back in when you're done. And um, at some point, like, he leaves. And then Wait, some did, dude- did you all go out of the store? Yeah, you have to yeah, no, remember, you leave the store. There was a so bathroom the in the store. No, no, he, that, that's the bathroom they went to. But it's, like, oh, okay, like way okay. down this hall. It yeah. was, cause it was it's, in like, the in the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. The back. The back. The back room. Uh, anyways... So while he's in the bathroom, uh, some lady comes up to us and is like, okay, we're about to have a photo op, but we want only people that worked on the game in here. So if everybody could go ahead and just please get out. Even you guys, Rooster Teeth, we love you, but go ahead and step on out. You guys can come back in after we take the picture and then the game is released. Apparently only we were told. Apparently only, only we did. These assholes were still in You there. motherfuckers were still They told me to get inside. in. They were like, come on, get in the picture. I was like, okay. We're, some guy that didn't lower, like assholes We're lower class. Anyways, so we're all outside. It was like me, Carrie, Kyle, and you, we're, we're just hanging out. It was really cold. It was really sad. It was like watching inside like a happy family around Christmas dinner yeah. or something and we were just out in the cold. Um, it's like watching the cool kids at the yeah, table pretty much. and you're like at the nerd table eating uh, your lunch alone. I'm always at the Seasoned with tears. <laughs> so we're outside. We're just talking. We're like, hey, where's Ray? And that's when we see Ray just like fucking just strolling out of the bathroom, happy as can be. And then he just stops like deer in headlights. Because everyone's everybody is, Yeah, everybody's grouped together, like standing together about to take a picture. And he just freezes like, what? Where did everybody go? <laughs> What's going on? And he did like a like he stopped and went, uh, and he looked back to the bathroom like should I go back to the, to the uh, and then finally with his infinite wisdom he just decided I'm gonna be in this picture and he just went in and he just started getting buddy buddy with everybody he was like hey what's up yeah Halo Four right we're awesome and they took the picture and I like to think years down the road someone's gonna be like and these were my coworkers. I don't remember this, <laughs> this asshole. My favorite part of that story is when Miles is telling me that story. I was like I had just walked up to them at, like standing outside the window. And I'm like, what are you guys laughing about? And they explain that to me. 
And as they're telling me that story, I see Ray in that group of people just like, <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamming it up. Just like super hamming it up for the camera. Shout out to Ray. Ray. Shout out to Ray. Shout out to Shout At the signing table. It was me, Gavin, Shane, and Ray. It was in that order. It was like the, the, the line would come in the door and go, you know, go. We had these three tables set up like a U, and they would go through certain affinity guys, and we were at the end of the signing. People were signing certain affinity posters. I feel like such like, damn, how are we signing their great artwork, right? Yeah. <laughs> but Soiling it with your signatures. With our signatures. And uh, uh, by the end of the night, we'd been signing so long, and me, Gavin, and Shane were there. I started signing my name as Gavin just to fuck with Gavin. And so Gavin would have to sign my name. Eventually, <laughs> I signed my name as Ray. Gavin signed his name as Ray. And then Shane signed his name as Ray. And Ray goes, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> so he signed Ray. One, like uh, several people got their poster signed, Ray, 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 Ray. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it got down to the point where we were just so like delirious. Like Shane started drawing trucks around Gavin's signature <laughs> and like hearts. I started writing Gavin. Gavin. Got him. Um, yep. People would... Make dicks. I don't know. He wouldn't make dicks. So, um, just I was so not signing. See, I just wanted I, uh, to know. I got a Blu-ray Blu version of the box it. here. Oh, my God. The, uh, DVD version. So the nearly identical, but the blue band is your indication does for that, high does definition. That, does that upset you being on red, on red Team? What, you know, there's no red rays, just Blu-ray? Uh, no, I, I've never thought about that. <laughs> we got, we got a, <laughs> no, only idiots that work on red versus blue think about that. Thought we, about that. We have a brown ray. Brown? Shut up. <laughs> Back uh, to the racism, so folks. You, you can see that they're, uh, they're nearly identical, except for one of them's high def and one of them's. Don't high be dumb by the wrong one. That one also has the bonus. Disc. Yeah, this one you can see uh, when you open it up. It's got the uh, bonus disc in it right here. Quality and, packaging. And what's on it? This is the Red vs. Blue Mini Adventures. I have no idea. What oh that yeah, that's, is. All, that's like I think that's all, the mini, all, the, all the mini series that we did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where there's a will, there's a wall. It's a really mm -hmm. good one. I tell you know. Totally oh, and that live action thing. Oh, the live action bits on that oh, one as well. Shit. Thank you, Brandon, for we get, reminding me We get me that. to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do now. It's on the disc. Well, not only that, yeah. because... Um, so, so we, uh, a, a couple months ago, we had the chance... Well, I didn't go. I was supposed to I go, would. but I got written out of it. Uh, we got a chance to go up to the Ford Into Dawn uh, set it and film awesome. uh, a short bit, uh, Red vs. Blue, a live action Red vs. Blue uh, piece which is included on that uh, bonus disc. So if you have this disc already at home and you haven't looked at that disc, at the bonus disc yet, you should put it in and uh, check it out. It's really badass. Like if you saw the, where, they, where they performed the, uh, the cryo exercises, that was a set that we got to use, and it was the coolest fucking That set. was the first time I got to do a voice in any sort of Red vs. Blue related thing. Yes, I made you the uh, voice of the computer. Sleep yep. mode activated. Sleep mode activated. Um, dude, I met Master so Chief. I was, I was so was jealous so because... Uh, I was supposed to be in that, in that. Uh, yeah, the, the the first script I. I wrote you in as that, yeah. And then uh, I got written out. That wow. wasn't me. How's I didn't that make that call. I like Simmons. Simmons all the way. You yeah. never get to be on Brandon, any cover of anything. Excuses. Brandon's making excuses in my earpiece. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to explain it to you during the podcast yeah, in your earpiece. Like, you all had three months. Don't listen to him. You all had three months to explain it. Now's the time to do it. But and I've never been to Vancouver, and I've always wanted to. It was really rainy. We spent. We didn't really get to go out and do anything because we had to ship. We had to ship uh, a Sarge and a Caboose costume through customs all the way to. How Vancouver. did you explain that one? <laughs> we just, armor. We were just like, it's a costume, you know. It's just you know, fun costume. Nothing and weird. Mind you, all. all this happens while we're still in RVB production. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, yeah, we so we sent the we sent the uh, the armor up, and it was really really badass. But unfortunately, upon arrival, customs were a bunch of dicks, and it was all cracked and stuff. Was it the Canadian so, customs or the American customs? 
It was probably Canadian. It's going into Canada. You wanted to make sure it wasn't made of drugs. I swear. So like, smash it all. Um, so yeah, Carrie this is made of plastic or cocaine? Plastic. What about this one? Plastic. Our plastic. Day before the shoot, just sitting on the floor of our hotel room, just holding pieces together with like super glue. It's like, okay, hold it for just 15 minutes. And just sat on the floor, just like in pathetic silence. But it was really cool, man. All the props were awesome. I got to hold the... Uh, the assault rifle. They looked the, really the good. That they had. They had all the lights on it and everything. Yeah. Uh, and I got to meet the dude that played Master Chief. Like he's enormous. Like he, I, I don't know how the tall he was. Actor or the voice. No, actor? like the. Oh uh, no, no, the, the, the guy who was wearing the costume. The, yeah, the guy, the guy that was actually acting, not the voice actor. Um, but it was interesting because first they had to find a guy that could do all the stunts and everything, and then because he was so huge, they had to build the suit based off of like his body. So they did like a mold of his body or something. Also, it's really just, crazy. I look at that actor. He just seems like he has like all the right authority. And like posture for oh, Master Chief, it's that's man, probably why he was chosen. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, how that's, it works. That's, that's good casting. <laughs> Pass me that bottle opener. I, I want to play the best bottle so opener much. in the world. So yeah, um, I have not. You know, I was at the midnight launch for Halo Four last night, but I was so tired by the time we were done, I didn't really get a chance to play. So Eek. before we came over today, uh, I played the the first campaign mission. That's it, all I played. It so looks far. so good. That whole time we were signing our names. There was a big screen. There were several screens, but there was one screen just showing a bunch of the game. I was like this the whole time. <laughs> that opening cinematic it's is awesome. Amazing. I thought it was live action the first time I saw it. I, I wouldn't go that far. I well, don't know. Oh, Yo, you did lose your glasses in France. I did. So. My, yeah, I I was walking around Versailles, and then uh, I took off my glasses, and I just looked at them. I go, Aaron, how long have I been walking around with one lens on? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could make glasses. a Versailles joke, but I won't. That reminds me, you just recently learned that there's a shitty pun-making competition in Austin, and you got yeah, super did. pumped. The, the uh, O. Henry pun-off. Do you know what their website is? What? Punpunpun.com. <laughs> like fun, fun, fun? Yep. Yeah, Brandon That's told me the other hilarious. day that um, the pun-off would be coming to Austin. I think I believe it's in May every year. It was honestly the best news I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I, I got excited in all parts of my body, <laughs> and my mind starts racing. I'm just like, okay. I think you and I are the only two. I think you and I are the only two people in this uh, company that like puns. Can you tell everyone your pun you made to Miles? So on 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 Twitter, (laughs) while while Miles was in was in was in France, he was talking about uh, staying in a spooky hotel. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell? Yeah. So so the first hotel that we stayed in in Paris, I just got back. I was I've been out of the country for the past week, so it's been it's been nice. You were visiting your girlfriend. That's what they were doing. Yeah, that's what we were doing. Just that. (laughs) <laughs> so uh yeah i was visiting my girlfriend aaron in paris it was really really awesome um and uh because of that i miss gauntlet i'm really excited about it. we'll talk about gauntlet stuff later but i want to see what yeah we got a lot to talk about oh, yeah man. um so uh <laughs> the first hotel that we went to was kind of shady because we didn't have a ton of money to spend so we were just like oh whatever we'll deal with this we're pretty sure that got us sick so then we, mo- we moved to another hotel and it was really cute really quaint it had like i don't know it was just like this tiny little french thing it was just nice it was really old but then at night it became, like, the creakiest structure in all of Paris, France. And that, she immediately passed out, and I was just sitting there on the internet, and I went to Reddit and started going through, like, the creepy subreddits, like, that's scary stories, because I'm a fucking so, idiot. Why would you so, do so that? She because was like, I'm a fucking idiot. So she was, like, Redditor's wife. You're there on the computer, and she's, like, in the doorway. <laughs> Dude, like, I'll tell you, most, come of the time, it, most of the time it's the other way around. I'm like, hey, baby, did you see this? She's like, yes, I saw she it. She loves Reddit. Yeah, she lives on Reddit. Anyways. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I was sitting there, and then I started thinking about, like, oh, my God, this place could totally be haunted. God, I can just imagine like a dead woman coming through the front door, and then and then I stopped. I was like, "Wait, what would she say? She'd speak to me in French, right?" So then, wait, is it worse that she'd be screaming something I can't understand, 
or something like I'm killing. Like, and I, I, I don't know. I didn't know what was scariest, so then I tweeted about it because like, oh, maybe Twitter can make me feel better. And then people just started Never sending me really creepy pictures. Like, hey, <laughs> fuck you, buddy. But then you but responded. My, my reply was parlez-vous français. <laughs> And like, I, 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 that's I, what I, that was. I, I read your tweet and I started laughing. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I just came to me. I started. It cheered me up because I, I was oh just sitting God. there in bed, just staring at your tweet. Like he is. And that's why you responded to love it? with himself right now. <laughs> I, know, I was like, I was like, he's wife, so my... fucking pleased with himself. Esther was looking at me super annoyed. I'm on the couch rolling around laughing because I'm so pleased with my joke. And then, and then cue Barbara in like all caps. You were like, I love it. What, what did you say? I, I said something like, that is amazing. I love you. This is amazing. I learned from the master. <laughs> I'm glad you two have each other. Mm-hmm. But, um. But yeah. it made you think of an older story where we were hanging out. It was like a the year ago. Yeah, and I don't know. We were talking about something in French. I think we were talking about the French going to the bathroom for some reason. And then Hugh, our <laughs> great sense of humor, and you I said, said something uh, like, "Wee oui, wee, oui, more like a, a doo doo." Like and then you <laughs> giggled like a schoolgirl and ran into the upstairs bathroom, which is against the rules. No two in the two. <laughs> That's <I'm> funny. <laughs> you guys are the fucking worst. So I missed out on Halloween because Paris doesn't really do. Yeah, I get it, dude. Christ. <laughs> See, when you say it out loud, that's when it makes sense. No. I like French puns, apparently. I don't speak <laughs> French, but I can make terrible puns. So I, I kind of missed out on Halloween because in Paris, they, they don't really do it. I think we met two people that were dressed up. One guy was a Vatican priest. That I was, don't think he was dressed up. Was one of, was one of them mime? Uh, please tell me you saw Dude, I saw the coolest mime. fucking mimes. They had, like, this Michael Jackson, like, dance number. But, like, it was like, it was like a modern-day dance number, but they still did, like, the box. And that's all I wanted to see. Like, they were doing all those crazy flips. I was like, do the box, do the box, do the box. All right, cool, we can go. It was awesome. Success. So Halloween, you saw two people? Yeah, we just saw, like, two people. Like, I'm, I'm saying, like, what did you... I saw a picture of, like, you and, and Allie and Kara all downtown. Yes, we went downtown. Um... It was crazy. People have told me about Sixth Street before. On That's Halloween. why I abandoned Lindsay and Michael. I'm not just an <laughs> abandoner. Luckily, apparently it's worse if it's on a weekend. Yeah, it totally. Luckily, yeah, it was yeah, on yeah. a Wednesday. I think, I'm guessing there was a couple hundred thousand people there. Yeah, easy, I easy. I was! Doyle and Aaron were sick! Plus fucking Lindsay just came in very angrily. <laughs> but go ahead. Um, so yeah, there must have been hundreds of thousands of people there. Nothing, there. nothing eventful happened we were all dressed up as really random characters and we played a few drinking games where if we saw the same costume as us we would take a drink oh yeah kyle went as marty mcfly and he i think did. you guys had to stop playing because everybody fucking recognized him or something oh. no 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 that was Kara's thing. every time you find a doppelganger take a picture you take a picture and they just were like a doppelganger. somebody was like marty mcfly and everybody was like eh, not okay, to be confused later. with your doppelbanger i'm gonna say that don't stop i'm not stop gonna bring that back that up. up um so i mean it was really fun everyone was kind of Really well behaved for a bunch of drunk people on Sixth Street. Hmm. Um, no I one saw got shot or ran no over at this time. No one got shot or ran over. There was a family dressed as the Simpsons, which you would have repeated. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's cool. But the strange thing is, is that we were a black family. Mm. <laughs> so the like the body paint was kind of like not really very successful. Yeah, it would have worked better if it was an Asian family. Oh my God, <laughs> we can't <laughs> escape it. I know. I like Halloween. Yeah. My uh, my. Are the Simpsons Asian? No. Did you see my? <laughs> Why are the my Asians in the Simpsons white? What was your Halloween costume? I, oh I dressed God. up as a little kid, dressed up as Luigi. So what I did was I went to Target and I bought a Luigi costume made for a ten-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so I you went a sexy on, Luigi. And it was like super tight oh and I had like the little pail and everything. There's a picture of it somewhere, right? Yeah, there's a picture. We'll put it in the link dump. Okay. My um, 
but yeah, it's a, it was, the problem with, um, I'll let you finish for yeah, a second. Yeah. The problem with wearing a costume intended for a 10 year old is that it got very tight around the crotch. Yeah. So it was like a huge, a massive <laughs> <laughs> bulge in the crotch. So <laughs> I had to put two sure. pairs, I had to put two pairs of shorts on Jesus. to try to diminish it. Why don't you just use like a cup or something? Wouldn't I don't that own been, a cup. Do what? I look like the kind of guy who has a cup? Wait, diminish it. Wouldn't Tell that have been enhanced it? Put on my no, cup. because it creates more bulk everywhere. Oh, okay. Fucking got him. Uh, fucking got him. Uh, my, I, I had an interesting Halloween just about every year I was in college. Like, I talked about making out with the Navi yeah. a couple podcasts ago. My soft, the first, my first Halloween was good. My second Halloween was horrible in the best way ever. Okay. Um, it was it was probably the most eventful night of my life. There was romance and backstabbing and a lot and a, like shitloads of alcohol, like really bad amount of alcohol. But um, we were at a I, I was at a I was at a party um, with a bunch of my friends. A few of my friends had come in from uh, San Antonio. I will call him Don. <laughs> That's the Shout name. Shout out to Don. Shout out to Don. <laughs> So, uh, his real name's not Dan or anything. Like, <laughs> Donald, back. sorry. We'll Donald. call him Dunn. <laughs> um, so me and my buddy, me and my buddy Don, uh, he he's a uh, really tall, like Viking-looking dude with like a pretty awesome beard. Okay. He went as the brawny guy, so he wore a plaid, oh, cool. all tucked yeah. in, and he just uh, walked around with uh, uh, paper towels all night. And then I like came up with something at the last minute. I went as Philip J. Fry, so I just had to go get like a red jacket and then spray paint. Well, Funny is you said the brawny guy and I was like, oh, I could kind of see you as the brawny guy. <laughs> now, back then, then, I, back then I didn't have a beard. And then you really? said fry and you've got like that hair popping up. I'm the brawny like, fry. I can, I can see fry <laughs> he as has well. the hair flip thing. I have going. the I have the swoosh. My hair just does the swoosh. Um, so yeah, I went as Philip J. Fry, and uh, we went there. We got hammered. We're having a good time. I I, do, I don't party a lot. I didn't go to a lot of parties. I was like, a, oh, let's stay in and play Mario oh. party. Um, that's your kind of party. That's my kind of party. Um, Let's so, wait till we get the blister. Oh god, fuck that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Party. Is yes. that Mario Party? Two? Anyways, anyways, Mario Party anyways. One. One, Mario Party One. Okay. Fucking hated that game. So, um, blister my hand. We're having a good time. It was, it was crazy, crazy shit went down. I'm out in the backyard talking with a few of my friends. I'm going back inside, and that's when this girl comes out. She says, "Guys, guys, the police are here." And I froze because I had never been to a party that had been busted by the cops before. And in my mind was just say so you've never been to a party. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I I imagine every like teen movie that I had ever seen ever where it's like the fucking guys come in with German shepherds and shit. Like everybody's going to prison. Everybody's getting arrested and like kids are running and jumping out of windows. Why do they sound like that? I don't know. <laughs> teen movies are terrible. So um so my first thought was like I stopped dead. I turned around. I was like, John, we gotta get the fuck out of here because I'm really drunk and I'm like this is bad. I can't. This this can't happen. I can't be arrested. And my buddy's like, who's also drunk, is like, that sounds like a great idea, Miles. What are we going to do? So we're looking around for, like, an exit in this backyard. And we noticed that if we could go up on, uh, it was all surrounded by a really tall, like, wooden fence. But if we went up on, like, the porch, we could hop over into the neighbor's backyard. So, like, guys, over the fence. Let's go. Me and Don were the only people to go. All my other sober friends were like, bye. We jump over. We jump over. These two, these two other freshmen that had gone to the party who just, like, were completely panicked and just didn't know what to do were like, these guys seem to know their shit. So they followed us. So it was myself, um, my buddy Don, and then this two guy, the one guy who was dressed as, like, Buzz Lightyear and then someone who was the, who's the cowgirl from Toy Story 2? Uh, Jesse. 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 Buzz Lightyear and Jesse follow us. So we jump into the neighbor's backyard. We can see all, like, the blue and red lights on the other side of the fence. And we're fucking terrified. Like, okay, it's going to be fine. We're going to be out of here. All right. What's the game plan? 
Don, look over the look over the fence. See how many there are. He's like, oh, yeah, I got it. He's a really tall dude. <laughs> so he goes over the fence and he puts his hands up and he pulls himself just right over the edge. And then <laughs> the whole thing snaps and the fence falls forward and all these lights are just on us. And I just go, run! <laughs> so we just start sprinting. And fortunately, the, the, the neighbor's backyard was connected to like all these woods and shit. So we're just sprinting through the woods. So Philip J. Fry, the brawny man, Buzz Lightyear, and Jesse the cowgirl are just hauling ass through the dark woods at night. We finally run far enough to where we think we're kind of safe. We're like, guys, 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 guys. Be fine. I like when I get drunk and there's like a air quote serious situation. I become like alpha male. Like I got this. You're like in control miles. Yeah, I'm, I become in control miles. Like I'm in the zone, the really drunken, intoxicated zone. It's like, all right, guys, everything's gonna be fine. Let's silence our cell phones. And like the freshmen were like, this guy knows what he's doing. Older kids, yeah. Silence their cell phones. I'm like, all right. How old were you? Like six months older than these kids? Yeah, I was like six months older than these guys. <laughs> the cops are going to hear your cell phone. Shut the fuck up. This was <laughs> a real life kids. situation, okay? Lives were on the line. They're just so like, I was like, everybody, everybody silence, <laughs> silence your cell phones. Everybody silences their cell phones. And we went down into this riverbed that was like dried up down in this ravine. Like we're hiking through like continents and shit, just on this jungle excursion. And I'll never, ever, ever in my life forget, we're walking through, we're still all dead quiet. All you can hear are crickets. And the guy, I'm, I was helping the kid down, like, into the ravine. The kid. The, the, the guy just <laughs> as Buzz Lightyear. And he, like, he goes, hey, man, I, I just want to say thanks, man. I'm just, I really, I can't, like, I have scholarships. I can't get arrested, man. And I shit you not. I go, what's your name, dude? And he goes, Johnny. I go, Johnny, I'm going to get you out of here. <laughs> I put my hand on the shoulder. I patted him on the back. And this kid was probably like, thanks, dude. But in my mind, I was like, it's gonna be okay. And like triumphant horns were playing and shit. And we got all out of there. We made it to some like playground in the middle of butt fuck nowhere and parted ways. We all went home. Uh, me and Don went back to my apartment at the time. We're sitting there drunkenly eating pizza, just mulling over the events of the night. And we're really concerned. We're like, man, I can't believe that we just left that friend behind. Like, man, like, what the fuck? I feel really bad about this. We should call him. We should really call him. He's like, yeah, dude, yeah. So we start calling our friends. We're like, hey, hey, man, are you okay? Are you all right? And my friend's like, what? Is everything okay? I know the cops come. The co- Hold on one second. I'm at the party. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it was just a noise complaint. It's totally fine. <laughs> it was like, this was like five miles away. We had run out of the party through the woods to someplace we didn't know and then walked all the way back to my apartment. You broke felt- someone's fence. I broke someone's because fence. Because the party was I never not. even thought about that. Like, I was like, thinking of the like, cool the, the person, That person woke up the next morning, came out, and was like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even the one who called the cops, but... There's I, my fucking fence. That's have. moral of the story. Don't call the police on a really loud party. They might not even party. have been the one. Yeah, otherwise your neighbors are going to get, you know, they're going to have broken fences and stuff. So don't call As a homeowner, that's the, the first thing I thought was these assholes broke, <laughs> broke your the fence. neighbor's fence who's doing nothing. Yeah, that was, that was the end of a very long and interesting night. But uh, that was, yeah. <laughs> that's only that, like the ice. The that, was the the ice that was the icing on the cake. But um, yeah, everything else I'd have to be way more drunk to talk about. Oh, God. <laughs> have another beer, Did you make out with Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! You mean Don? God damn it! <laughs> I need a drink. Yeah, if only, if only Don right. was here with his brownie every house. Let me clean up. Oh my God! The beer burns my nose. <laughs> God damn it! I fucking hate you. This is the second time you fuck with me today. I uh, walked yeah. over. I was. I, I. I used to do this thing a lot where I would wait behind. You know, the here at the annex, there's a very heavily tented window <laughs> on the door, yeah. so you can see when people are coming from the main studio over. So I like to wait behind it, and then when they open the door, I like jump out and scare I think them. I have an RT life with Kara getting scared. Yes. Right? 
At very yeah, I'm, I guess I was the inspiration for that. But today <laughs> I scared the he scared shit out of Miles. I, I was gonna leave the annex, but I saw him leave walking out of the studio. I was like, no, no, I'll sit here for <laughs> now's my thirty chance. seconds. I'll oh, wait. wait for the extra minute. And uh, he came over. Miles was like, Miles is like super happy. Dude, like the leader of the Capitol walk. <laughs> yeah. And he gets to the door, and I just jump out and go, rah! I'm like, motherfucker! And he, like, slammed the door into his leg, and... Dude, no, my, my, like, my watch is really, like, loose, and I jump back so far that the watch flew forward on my hand, and it bruised the top of my hand, because I lurched back so quickly. Wow. You injured another employee. Miles, Miles, himself. Miles, you need to calm down. That's what it is. Words of wisdom. No, I'm fine. Okay? Everybody's fine. fine. <laughs> Leave me alone. You don't know. Leave me alone. You don't know me. Stop it. Yeah, let me read this here. So we, have, we have a little interlude oh, between God. you running away from the cops. Let me remind everyone <laughs> that this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literatures and featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook to consider is The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. So for a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. That's audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. Uh, I figured with the Hobbit movie coming out next month, you know, people may have not read the, the book in a long time. It's uh, an easy way to get a free audiobook and just listen to it and get a refresher ahead of the movie. Whoa, look at you. <laughs> What's well, the same thing? So, is, I, I think it's the same thing. Uh, no, I, 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 I listen to audiobooks fairly frequently since, like, I live in the middle of Austin yeah. and, like, driving down here is like half an hour each yeah. way. So you can get to them pretty quickly. I, I, I listen to audiobooks, too. Like, I used to read all the Halo books, which is great. But, you know, working more, having less time. I think, what was the one? Uh, was it First Contact? The one that was about um, Sergeant Johnson? Yes. Yes. I, I, I got the audiobook for that, and it was great having this guy read this, like, tough army book. <laughs> up in, until it got to the sex scene. <laughs> That's really awkward. And it's just this guy reading a sex scene to me. And it was just, like... Weird. I know, I know what you mean. I got the uh, when the Watchmen movie came out. You mean iTunes, Shades of Grey? I, <laughs> iTunes had a, iTunes had a sale on the uh, on the motion comics for uh-huh. the Watchmen, so I bought that. I was like, oh yeah, it's I've really never cool. seen like, that. Cool. It's it's really good. But yeah, no, the same thing. It's read by an old guy, and it works for all like the Rorschach and stuff like that. But then when you get to the female characters, like uh, <laughs> it's like, and then she came in with her breast all out there and shit, and then she was all like, <laughs> 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 Mr. Watchman, is he? I don't know, it's, it sounded she like... She came in with her best <laughs> all out there and shit. I am not the most <laughs> eloquent speaker, okay? So you're, you're writing Ruby, right? You're one of the writers. <laughs> so Ruby comes out and there's all these wolves and shit, she's like, <laughs> her, fuck you wolves. <laughs> her breasts are all distracting them and And then her breasts are all and, and shit. No, but that's, how it, that's what it felt like listening to it, was this like creepy old dude talking about like superheroes fucking. It was really weird, man. Yeah. How much are we allowed to reveal about Ruby? Uh, like in terms of people involved. Well, I, mean, I mean, don't put too much out yeah, there. Let's not, let's put too much out. I mean, there's names on the. We, we have names. On the, on we have names on the credits. Fucking read. Yes. <laughs> go, go, go read it. Go read it. We'll, we'll we'll put the trailer out individually so you can investigate it yes. more. Yes. Yes. There's stuff there to read into. I think we're going to be putting it up right after the podcast. Oh, I, I think so. we'll put it up tomorrow morning. Okay, never mind tomorrow morning. Yep. I think we'll, we'll see. Dude, or excited. this morning, if it's, you're it's pretty online. exciting. I, I can I, I can gauge the amount of excitement people have I'm about really this. I've wanted to write like a cartoon series since I was like this tall. So I mean, I'm pretty stoked. If you given given like my work, right? This is this is, I can answer that question here now. Um, like I, you know, people have been for years asking me for like the new Dead Fantasy. Like I'm so busy with RVB, and you know, mind you, I really like working on Dead Fantasy, but that's like. I got a job to do, and you know, there's things on the side. 
now I get this show that I actually get to be like to govern the whole part of. And one of the things, story-wise, not I mean, not just applies to me. I think it just applies to art in general. Um, you know, I th- I say this and I, I say this and I even say this when I'm writing the script and I'm and I'm and writing about it. I even have like these dissertations I write describing it to other employees. Is that the right to do something original might be something like a right you earn. I mean, if you look at us, we we piggyback on Halo for for 10 years now and, and a great 10 years a great, just saying a great 10 years but at the same time it's like we you know we owe a lot of our success to halo and it's great um and i think after 10 years we've earned the right to do something original after seven years of busting my ass you know working and working working i think i've earned the right to do an original project too and for the record i'm going to set you straight here monty we have our own original storyline, yeah, yeah. Drivers Blue, and we've made our own original yeah, products, yeah. including but not limited to Rooster Teeth shorts. Okay, fucking yeah, yeah. got them. Okay, so so no, don't, just, I don't just like when me. Let, let, let's adjust the, 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 the three years I spent. Bust- Monty is breaking new ground with our first original product. <laughs> Everything else was shit, but now we got it going on. The three, the three years I busted my ass on Red versus Blue, eight, nine, and ten, earned me the right to work on Ruby. I, okay. I, 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 that's that's the part I'm grateful okay. for. I just got lucky. When I came when I came to work on RV, I love I love RVB. I've been a fan since season one. I like I've watched the show like hundreds of times at this no, point. You know no. I could you know I I could watch the show and just quote people like you, know, you always have it on. At I your always desk. have it on because I, I believe in knowing your product. You yeah. know and like diving into the show and knowing it as much as I do kind of earned me the right in Bernie's eyes to, for him to say just work on whatever you want. Cool. You know, that's great. I, Bern, Bernie's great for that. Are you going to watch the uh, Red vs. Blue Blu-rays uh, half or- speed like you did with Avatar? <laughs> I already, I've already watched the Blu-rays over commentary several times and the special features Ooh. and the, and the behind-the-scenes. This is pretty cool. I love behind-the-scenes it, 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 it's, it's, it's. I always find it's like super meta to watch behind-the-scenes yeah. featurettes yeah. or to listen to commentaries that we've participated in. Yeah. It feels really weird. It does feel weird. I, I almost, like, it's like borderline, like, uh, uh, yeah. you know? It's like, oh, so insightful. Just, uh, Who was that? <laughs> oh, that was me. But <laughs> I do like hearing, like, uh, it was, what, me, Miles, Carrie, Kathleen, Bernie, Matt on the commentary. I do like hearing the stuff that, you know, they have to say. Me, I just, like, I'm very bad at coming up with words on the fly. I think a lot of... I'm not I, good at the word I, thing that you guys I, I take a, I, I have to, like, I accelerate into, into words. You know, I don't come up with stuff fast. Like that, <laughs> <laughs> you kind of coast into them. Demonstrated yeah. <laughs> right now. Speaking of behind the scenes stuff, I think didn't uh, wasn't there a behind the scenes feature that was released today yes. for uh, Red vs Blue, On the storyboarding and visuals and stuff. Entertainment Weekly, uh, they yeah. just released an article about the season ten DVD, and also they released an exclusive clip. From the behind the scenes right. that we have on the DVD. Linked up. So cool. Uh, Dude, it's, it's really badass. And then today also the uh, the final part of that uh, info knot yeah. uh, uh, yes. documentary oh, came out. Yeah, it starts off great. It There's starts off with intro. the thing that really pissed you off. <laughs> what, what, what? what? <laughs> so fucking mad. They were, uh, they, the, the crew was here upstairs filming Miles, like talking about Red vs. Blue, Machinima, and the Machinima station. And I saw them, and I, for, <laughs> I don't know why, but I saw Miles being trying to be very calm and professional in front of the camera. So I walked over and I ran my arm along the table and I knocked all of the controllers off onto the ground. Oh, and my papers. And, and his papers, everything. everything. And I said, pick it up. And I just walked away. I want you to know, they had been there all week. And I had been gone. I have been doing stuff at, at, uh, uh, for like Halo 4 filming and stuff like that. Um, so I hadn't had a chance. I hadn't had like 
zero time to talk to the film crew. And then finally, on like this last day they were there, they were like, hey, we should talk to this guy. We haven't talked to him yet. They come up to me, and I had been talking to him for maybe 30 <laughs> seconds, and then I locked eyes with you, and there was just a moment where I know he's going to come over here and fuck my shit up. <laughs> that son of a bitch is going to walk over here and fuck up my one, and then before I could even finish it, you were just like, eh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the very first shot God, in the, in the episode. Awesome, I love I was it. so mad. And then they were like, oh, let's follow Gus for the rest of the day. And I just shook my fist, you motherfucker. I, tr- oh, I tried God. to leave so he could get back to you, but no, you're right. They followed they me. Like, they followed me. They're like, oh, this guy's way more entertaining. I'm yeah, way to go. Oh, my God. I, I had a different theory whenever, whenever a camera was around me. I felt the need to always do something, like, really stupid or really just, like, unnecessary. Are there always cameras around you? When there was for this. Fucking got it. Fucking got me. <laughs> Anyways, so well, there's one shot. <laughs> He's implying that I'm always doing something stupid. Oh, I just, just, I just thought it's kind of... Oh, that's funny. I, <laughs> I, I guess that's funny. Got me. I would say that it's because Barbara... Anyways. I would say because that's Barbara's pretty, you know. Oh. Stop it. Jeez. Ding. Where's the, like, little sparkly tooth effect yeah, that you that, could add yeah. into the we, camera? That's in the next driver revision. We can add teeth <laughs> sparkle on the fly. But yeah, that documentary was actually really fun when they were here. Yeah. Because it's like... Yeah, they seem really nice. I wish I could have had more time. <laughs> they seem cool. Yeah, I love the ending, though. When you're sitting on the Oh, yeah, that was weird, huh? Talking to Joe. Wait, I haven't seen it yet. Don't spoil it. Spoiler. And that's, it's not going to spoil anything that I happens, but... I was even but... there for, like, most of the filming of it, too. Because yeah. I was at... I was uh, up in New York Comic Con. Oh, yeah. Up in the North the... They interviewed you there at they, New York. They interviewed me at New York Comic Con. You know how it was shot. I like how you're complaining. You had a giant section yeah. dedicated to you in the second episode. I know, it was weird. Episode two was like the Monty episode. It, and the end of, of the stuff. first episode. Yeah. When you like walk into the room and your arms are up and in the air. And that's when we decided to like, hire Monty. Oh. Yeah, it's like, stop. <laughs> when we were filming the gauntlet, people were like, hey, I saw that part one of the info nothing. Who's that guy at the end? I want to learn more about him. I was like, you'll see they more in the like next episode. Every time you enter a room, like doves just burst out and you walk in slow motion. The, the filming of that, you know how they filmed me in front of that crowd at New York Comic Con? Yeah. It looked weird. Like it was green screen. Because I, I swear. Wait, what? Didn't it look He's, like I wasn't there? No. no. I, I thought it, you it were totally saying like, like you were it, there. we weren't really there. We I never thought, went to New York. I thought you were there. I was no, there. He, no, he, he was saying, there, but he's he saying it looks green screen. Oh. Because, I mean, it's weird film these days. Sometimes I see people that it's they're real and it's not and it looks like they've been green screened in. sleep more. <laughs> no, there's sometimes a, I see people that a, aren't there and there's a, a video uh, if you I don't know if you want to look it up on YouTube. I think it's called Virtual Backlot. It's a company that all uh, the green screen. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. They uh, they show all of their different work uh, in uh, in green screening and you never would know that something was green screened if they didn't show you like the before and after it's, shots. It's Did the, you see that on Reddit? Is the, that where you the best uh, I saw a like long. I, I don't remember where I saw. The, it. I might have seen it on the best Dig. special effects are the ones Just you don't enter. see. That's you that's the reason. Oh, sh- no, I no, I clicked on the wrong thing. No, no, that was right. That was it. It was is that, it? that, that real it? 2009. You're so bad at this. Oh, I'm bad at this. I'm not Jack. Oh. It's not a <laughs> IGB, <laughs> so it's hard. Get that out from the screen. Yeah, if you can make it full screen, scroll down a little bit, that'd be great. So, uh, like, I mean, we, we, we don't have to show a ton of it, but it's just an example nope. of, uh, like, what is green screen and what isn't. And you never would realize it. Like, it's just a TV show. You think, oh, that's simpling to shoot that in the exterior. Oh, yeah, look yeah. at this. This is a nice... Oh, my God, that's blue! <laughs> Which, yeah, okay, that's we, really we nice. can see. You don't have to <laughs> tell us what's going <laughs> play on. Play by play. A part, yeah. of it is, <laughs> part of it isn't even for effect. It's just for, like, the logistics of shooting. Sometimes. Yeah, like, sometimes they're just removing, you know... 
our, our great internet here. Um, I love this part. Uh, sometimes it's just like, oh, you want to remove wires, or or not, or, or somewhat maybe maybe the call for a certain actor was at a different time than another actor. Uh -huh. Things like that. This one uh, is pretty to, cool. Yeah, we don't have to keep playing this. Go it's away, obviously. But it's ugly, Betty. It's not gonna work. She's so we'll ugly. link it in the link dump so <laughs> you can watch it on your own. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. It also seems a bit like they couldn't get, I guess, enough people to cooperate to get a scene going. They had to just What's like mine was saying if people have different call times yeah. or But just like I mean extras and city scenes and stuff like that, it just seems like overkill that they're using. Like more, for more it. normally people associate, you know, green screening, you you gotta put a big like robot in the background. Or, think of like, or yeah, Star Wars or, like a plane or something crash. Like that. Yeah, but shit. the truth is it's like when you work with shooting, it's like, you know, some people are called at five AM, some people are called at eleven AM. That's like a that's like a math difference. I don't math. <laughs> that's a math difference. <laughs> I don't math and I don't words. So, uh, even though I'm Asian, we didn't we didn't do any green screen for it. But uh, uh, the, the first episode of The Gauntlet came out last week. Yes, we have the second episode coming out this week. Yes, it was just the auditions episode. Yeah, yes. I was. I, I thought it was really, really good. Were you I, in that? Uh, I wish that the episode was longer. I'm in mean, at the very end. Okay. I think yeah. there's like I'm in like the the teaser for the upcoming next season. Time, we start getting into the meat of it in the next couple episodes. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, it gets yeah. really good. This really was just bad. the intro episode, which I mean, people loved it. It was really. A really, really good start. To I gotta say, it's like, I, like I, was, I was gone for most of the gauntlet stuff. And when I heard that we were gonna be doing like this gaming show thing, I was like, oh, man, like, I, I, like, honestly, I didn't know how to feel. Like, I'm not, I'm not a big reality TV guy. Like, I'm, I just, I don't know. I can't, I, like, I cannot watch American Idol auditions without feeling like super uncomfortable. Like, I could not watch uh, like Doug or Boy Meets World or any sitcom that has like awkward situations. Boy Meets World? I couldn't, I couldn't. Dude, that's the best show ever. That's not even a reality show. No, 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 I'm saying I can't watch any any sort of sitcom that has like, oh, oh, with like, I can't watch a, um, not Seinfeld, the, um, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, I cannot watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. So you're comparing, just, so I to cringe. you, Curb Your Enthusiasm and Boy Meets World are the same show? No, I'm just saying I can't watch like, what's awkward the situations. Like, like the, okay, like if, uh, if somebody were to come in and do an audition and it didn't go well and it was just kind of awkward, like some people are like, oh, that was really funny, and I'm just like, that poor, poor person, poor people soul. are laughing. Like um, on, on American Idol? Yeah, like, no, I can't watch That's what they're American known Idol. for. I was like, I love the auditions, but like, I'm not gonna, don't turn on the TV. I think, like, the thing about but, this was like I, I when like I only was there for like maybe two days of the shooting, but the thing I think that the best thing to take about this is that it's legit. Like yeah. preserving the integrity of the competition was the most important thing. I've, yeah, yeah, I've, I've yeah we were we were uh, very thorough about that. I don't want to give too much away, yeah. so I don't want to talk about uh, yeah. it. But yeah, we we were very thorough to make sure like, that yes, that everything was genuine and that it really happened. Like yeah. yes, yeah. there's character stuff on top of that, but it was a real tense competition. Like down to like. Well, people, who's going to win? You like yeah, down yeah. The, there, there, are, there are moments where you can see, you know, people like, I mean, it's genuine. It's like crying or on the verge of tears, you know, yeah. Yeah. from like the, the stress and, and how intense it gets. Since I've been back, I've been placed on the, on the editorial team for the show. And oh. I've been just, I look, I spent so much time looking through the footage yesterday and today. And I'm, I'm now, I was a little concerned, I will be honest, but now I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next yeah. few episodes. Like, I'm it's, really excited. It, it was, it was, it was a difficult shoot. Oh was, my god! Was, yeah, there were guys, long days. And yeah. yeah, we have super early call times. Yeah, it was super professional though. I'm really excited because I have no idea what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I, it was the same for RVB where I didn't, I wasn't involved with any of the writing or the editing. I had no idea what was happening for Red versus Blue. So I was just like everyone else, like waiting for each Monday at seven o'clock. I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen <laughs> this week. And everyone would ask me questions like, you know who this blue freelancer is? I'm like, I honestly could tell you, I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting anxiously, just like everyone else. You didn't, the answer. You didn't go snooping around on uh, on the network. 
people's computers? I did not. Okay. I didn't read the script or anything. I was good. <laughs> well behaved. Proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Proud of you. Proud of you. Um, so you've you've only got to play the first level of Halo Four. Yes. Sorry, I, I, I'm we gotta, I'm we, waiting for this fucking podcast. We have yeah, to go we, home. We play started Halo like we haven't really talked about Halo Four. Oh yeah, my god. Okay. I want to play it so much. So um, there are two. There are like only a few games. Like I don't. You got Monty. I don't fucking. I don't have time. Like I work so much. I, but I make time for a few games. I make time for Halo. I make time for Ninja Gaiden. I make time for like Final Fantasy and certain other games. But Halo, I make time. I don't know if I can make time for. it. I was watching Gus play. I was like, oh, it's so good. It's. <laughs> I, I've gotten, I think, I'm probably around, like, three levels in. I'm not going to talk anything about the campaign, but, like, it's, it, it feels so much like the first Halo to me. Because in, in a lot of the later uh, Halo games, it, you're with, like, a squad. It's very military. It's very, like, all right, bravo, you go, Charlie, and then we're going to foxtrot and Oscar Mike. And but this one's like, but but right, this John. one's it's like it's like you know the the very first Halo where you know you crash there's an alien world I'm all myself what is going on what's that who are those why are they shooting at me that's I mean awesome. I, I can agree with that but the, I feel like the opening cinematic set a different tone though oh absolutely the opening cinematic definitely showed Spartans as squads yes and you know how they operated in battle well it showed them as people oh I want to know because I love the books and I want to see more of this stuff actually happen they didn't show very much of it but there is some I will say this because it's in like the first 30 seconds of the game in the the opening cutscene a question that is raised in the very beginning is did John the Master Chief succeed because at his core he was broken he was a kid that was kidnapped and turned into a sociopathic killing machine that is just designed to kill like is that the reason we're alive is because we gave we, this crazy dude that's strong a gun. Right. Like that, and it's like to <laughs> start off a crazy. game. Well, well the, just, I mean, that, that's the allegation. That's yeah. No, that's oh. the question that's posed. Is these are people that yeah. have turned into mass murderers. That's what they are. They're heroes, but they're mass murder in the in the name of you know warrants. But originally, the, the Spartans were developed to crush in uh, uh, human insurrection. The yeah. insurrection, which is also. Again, brought up in, in the very in Ford and Adon as well. Yeah, and in Ford but they Adon. do mention it in the yeah. uh, in the opening. I, I, and it's, I, a, it's a that's a bold question to start off with. Is like, hey, the, our poster boy of Xbox is he just awesome because he's a crazy killing machine? Like that's a big question to ask. Dude, I, mean, I love that. It's it's awesome. No, like three four three's done a really badass job. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, like hat off to you. It's amazing, and the reviews are really good. You yeah. know, so far yeah. for it, I can't wait to get a chance to play some more. It's like last night, you know, went to the launch. The yeah. game came out. I was so so tired. I went to bed. Had to work today. Had to stay late. We're doing the podcast. I might get to play a little bit tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm hoping to sneak some time to to get to play what it. What blows my mind is that last night we were so tired after launch. We were there until like one or two o'clock in the morning. Oh. And Gavin was there as well, and he went home with two copies of the game with him and Jeff. And they, I woke up this morning, and on YouTube, I think there was three Halo videos that we had put out. Yeah. And Those I, guys are nuts. In my mind, I was like. I was so fucking tired last night. How did they manage to film, edit, voiceover three videos for Halo? They came in pretty tired this morning. As but, much, yeah. Like, Jeff was saying that it was like, it just like drew him in right away. <laughs> he said it was one of the best Halos yet. We 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 make fun of Gav a lot. Everybody makes fun of Gav a lot, but that dude is fucking awesome. I just have to say it. Let it be known. Gav is awesome. I, I Jeff's like, okay. I like I like Gavin. Hey, and since I'm here, the second half of the Gavin Boner story. You know, I'm dancing. Which was a, a recent animated adventure. Recent animated adventure where it's like, I'm dancing and Gavin's like, if I had a boner for you, it's really trying right it's now. Like, eh, 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 <laughs> he's like, he, 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 and I'm, I said to Gavin, Gavin, 
I will work on it. So like, inevit- like someday I will achieve Gavin Boner. God, somehow. Jesus Christ! <laughs> God damn it! Um, and now we're back on Gavin's dick. No, Halo Four. Okay, I'm going to. Okay, hey, I had to, I had to say the thing I like most. I think one of the things I like most about this Halo game that and the Gavin doesn't remember. Motherfucker, Mommy, stop talking he about He doesn't his remember dick. any of it. Just keep going. Okay. <laughs> so in every Halo game, there is. Like, the primary weapon. In Combat Evolved, it was the Assault Rifle. In Halo 2, it was the Battle Rifle. In Combat Evolved, it was the Magnum. It was the, well, okay, let me, let me rephrase that. There's, the, there's, like, your two weapons that you always have. Okay. Um, yeah, Magnum's the shit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Halo uh, 2 and 3, it was the Battle Rifle. Halo 3, Battle Rifle, Covenant Carbine. Um, but in this one, like, they give you all three. Because most of the time, like, whenever I would play matchmaking on the other games, I would maybe, I'd probably get rid of my sidearm, get, like, a rocket launcher, a sniper, something like that. But I would always have my Battle Rifle. Always. And now it's like, okay, I can always have my battle rifle, or always have my DMR, or always have the... So, I don't know, I just like that it gives you, essentially, no, all of the basic weapons so from all the Halo in games. In the first level, um, and this, again, this is all I've played of Halo 4, is that first level. Yeah. The first level, they do something which I thought was super effective, where for it's most... Super effective. It's super effective. <laughs> for most of the level, you only get very limited ammo for each yes. gun as you get it. So you're forced to begin experimenting immediately. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what this gun is, but I've got zero bullets. I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. So for someone who has not played a Halo game before, it's a very quick, this is this gun, this is this gun, this is this yeah. gun. Quick you get to sample I never all thought of, of it that way. I just and got really pissed off that I kept running yeah, out of ammo. And, and then towards the end of the level, you finally find like a cache where you can reload all of your human weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but up until that point, they I want you to see... I never even thought about that. that I never even thought about that. That was probably game. like months upon months That's well work. done. Yeah, it's, it's, super, Although, it's super effective. Although, I will, I will say, uh, you're on a spaceship. There's parts where there's no gravity. It's the end of Halo I 3. Got, so, I got yeah. to... I, there's, there's, a, there's several sections where there's no gravity what in the, is the, in the first level. What is the speed of gravity? <laughs> Thanks, Gab. Barb's Gab. I'm sitting in a seat. What I have to if? Kind of... The gravity... Okay. Um, but there's, right there's, there's a part where you, there's a part where you go out, like, you, right. you're in space and everything's all floating and stuff. And it's really cool, like, if you reload, you'll see, like, your empty can. Everything's all float floating and stuff. Um, her tits are all floating. She comes with her tits out. Space tits. <laughs> her, her tits are in her face. Tits. But, no, every time, like, You really need a great bra when you're in zero G's. Would you? Zero G's for your double D's. <laughs> yeah. I fucking, I hate you, too. It's um, true, right? Would, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you asking me? I don't down. know. I would assume. Anyway, go ahead. So if He's a guy has a really like long schlong in space. Wait, what did you just say? I think your underwear keeps that in Okay, long schlong. <laughs> well, the cool thing about that, going back to Halo, the cool thing about that uh, like low gravity environment you're talking about is when you do like kill an enemy, they kind of like, they don't fall to the ground. Yeah. They kind of like tilt to the side and float a little bit. So you're not sure. You're like, did I kill that guy already? Is, they, he, is he dead and kind of propped up, or is he alive and like standing? Do they ever like? Do, they, do you ever think they're dead and they're not? I that would be no, awesome. I've not had that happen. I, I did encounter just like ha. I did encounter one <laughs> weird totally thing on on uh, one of the levels. It's just like it happens in a lot of games. Where it's like there's a dead body, it goes ragdoll, but then it just collides with something in the environment, and they just disagree. Yeah. I was just running by this dead corpse, and it was just slowly sliding, and it hit a rock, and it just jumped like five feet in the air. I wish I had been captured. Fails of the week. Fails of the week. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, are they going to switch to uh, Halo 4 for horse and stuff like that? I don't know. That's a great question. That is a great question. You're welcome, Internet. (laughs) Only we had someone from Akiva Hunter on tonight. They were all too exhausted, unfortunately, after staying up all night playing video games. 
But uh, when life. I was in that zero G area, every time I would switch out a weapon, like be like, oh hey, what's that thing? Oh, what's that? Oh, that's really cool. No, I think I like that other gun, and I would turn around, and my gun's like twenty feet in the air, and it's just floating away. I lost so much fucking yeah. ammo. I just had to run around, punching Covenant in the face, and then running and hiding and letting my shields recharge. It was, it was fun. Yeah, I died a lot. Yeah, I'm I had, it's it. funny you say that. I had the exact same experience where I swapped weapons. I was like, no, no, I had more ammo than the other one. Oh shit! Fuck. I grabbed it out. Come back! Come back! <laughs> It, it seems a little more. It seems a little more difficult. I'm just playing on normal just because I want to. I just want to breeze through the story real quick. Were you the one who's comparing this to Halo One? Yeah. Or was that? Oh yeah. Yeah, Halo. I feel like in terms of pacing of the levels, both this. Well, so far this one's been kind of like that. But Halo Reach also. If you look at the level structure of Halo Reach, it is super similar to the very first one. Like there's your obviously just first level. Here's the enemy. This is what's going on. We're being attacked by a Covenant. Oh my gosh, what's going on? And then the second level was. Um, really big, open, driving around, play- or no, 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 that was, uh... Oh, you're right. First, okay, anyways, what makes me think of it is just, like, uh, the sniper level in Halo Reach and the sniper level in Halo 1 are just super, yeah, yeah Truth and Reconciliation, which yeah. is, like, the best, that and Assault in the Control Room are, like, yeah. my favorites of Halo 1, and then, yeah, the sniper level in Halo Reach, and this one's just, yeah, it's following, like, a similar pacing, like, you get in a warthog and you're, anyways, I don't want to go too much into it, I don't want to accidentally spoil anything for any crazy people that haven't gotten the game yet, but... Yep. It's good. We had that's, some, uh, that's it. It's good. Yeah. We had some Halo 4 in the last episode of Red vs. Blue. Yes. And it was the Blood Gulch. Level, yeah, correct? it was. A, it's a. It's a map called Exile. It's not exactly the same as Blood Gulch, but it looks so much like. I got a question. An well, updated Blood Gulch. Does, does Carolina say thugs or bugs? She says thugs. Some low-level thugs. No, no, no. I think she says. Bugs. No, she says thugs. You were like, I think she says bugs. Oh yeah, fucking Covenant. Yeah, we're gonna fight Covenant. <laughs> Has this no, been like it's a thugs. long. Yes. Okay. A long yes. debate between you two. Yes. Long, long debate. Long, debate. Long, long debate. But no, yeah, getting to, dude, getting to see Halo 4, like, working out, working on the, I'm sorry to brag, but that was just, like, the coolest shit ever. Like, I, I remember when I got the was Halo that the, 2. Is that, you, know, you haven't worked at Risky very long. Is that nope. the first uh, developer you've been to? Yep. The first, like, that was awesome. Like, I remember when I got the limited edition of Halo 2, and it came with that bonus disc, and you could be like, yeah, this is Bungie Studios. This is what it's like to make a video game. I was like, wow, does, those does guys Halo are awesome. Come with the bonus disc? If you get the limited edition. Oh, yeah, limited I want edition. it. You, I you, forgot I to I, you have to start looking for it right now. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have it already, why don't? it's sold out most places. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. But um, it was so weird, like being at certain affinity, and like it looked like the documentary I had watched when I when mm-hmm. I watched the Halo Two documentary. It was so fucking cool. Growing up, so, yeah. you're a big boy now. No, 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 no. I have a beard. Don't that's know, it. Certain affinity is. Uh, a local developer here in Austin who yes. we've worked with and who were at RTX. They made the who, multiplayer uh, badass. worked on multiplayer with, uh, with 343 for Halo 4. It was yep. awesome. They were all really, they were super awesome. They let us come and hang out a lot and they invited us to a few parties, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle parties. They certainly did. They were really cool. They were really cool. Um, they were but at, yeah, uh, it was, was a launch party last night. Yep. It's, it's Halo 4 is going to be interesting. Like, we've done several PSAs and stuff in it. There's a few things that are, that make it Tricky for machinima. Overall, like it looked, like the environments blow me away. Um, but there, are, there are a few things. Like the one, the, ma- the major thing is now you can no longer, for machinima purposes. First off, the button combination is super easy. It's down on the D pad, X, A, and B, and I think that's it. I, I don't think it's the right the, the bumpers this time. It used to be like everybody in the office had to use their nose. nose. Yeah, you yeah. press it on the sticks. And... Um, but uh, but now it's like it's super simple. The only thing I've noticed though is. Um, you can no longer walk with your gun down if you, as soon as you start moving, the gun comes up. So that'll be interesting to kind of work around. But that's like, 
That's, that's my problem. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> Everything yeah, else is time, fucking awesome. Anytime we get a new revision, like there's a new game we want to do Machine Man, there's always uh, a learning period yeah. where you're like, okay, these are the things that are different. These yeah. are new constraints, but these are the new things that have opened up for us. What was the worst game to do Machine Man? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> I don't know why you even answer, ask that question. Just, uh, not the worst game, but the hardest to do Machine Man. You mentioned it in commentary. One that was difficult was the, the first one that was... Well, uh, I guess, Halo I guess, Reach was kind of. I guess, no, you well, I guess say a, a difficult one to yes. do Machinima in was definitely for the Stranger Head for doing. I was going to uh, say the Sims, the Sims oh, probably seems like yeah. the hardest to do because we didn't have crazy talk at the time, so lip sync was extremely difficult. So we would just end up recording close-ups of Sims for hours Jesus. and be like, "Oh, oh, that lip movement that was kind of close." <laughs> oh my god! And then try oh, to try horrible. to get it to match up. Like now we have tools like Crazy Talk where you can mm. do you know mouth movements and you can manipulate wow. all of that stuff after the fact. But back then you didn't have it. You guys have mentioned on the commentaries that, like the turning, the change from turning in Halo One to Halo Two, because they actually turn first, then turn your legs. Right. Whereas in Halo One, it's just, right. you know, that's probably a very big adjustment. Well, plus, also we were starting out back then, like we didn't know as much. Um, like also, a lot, we had developed a lot of like weird, quirky techniques for filming in Halo One that were bad to begin with. <laughs> uh, like one of the things that we used to do in Halo One that we couldn't do after that. Thank God, we used to call it totem poling. Yeah, it if you like wanted, if you wanted a shot from up high, uh, what you would do is you'd get your cameraman. Yeah. Then you'd make him jump, and you put someone else under him. Then, if you wanted an even higher shot, you'd make both those characters jump Jeez. and get a third character under him, and you would keep doing this over and over. You could theoretically get a fifteen-person high shot with one person in it. Right. Wow. Uh, no. Wow. Because you'd have to be 14 person high because one's the cameraman. Oh, right. And then one's the, oh, the actor. <laughs> so uh, that's why we call it totem pulling for that, obvious reasons. It sucked. We could never get more than, I want to say, four characters. Day, day one, getting Halo 2, I was so worried for you guys because the first thing I did getting the game was went in and just pointed the camera straight down. I'm like, can they head Bob? No, they can't head Bob. Fuck. What's going? What, are we gonna get red versus? Yeah, I thought you guys were boned, but it's it really like funny. that feature they put in to be able to put the guns down was something deliberate. And then uh, it's like I, I, one of the uh, one of the animators uh, who worked on Halo Two, uh, his name was Nathan Walpole. He, I don't know if it's true or not. To this day, he claims he's the person who created that animation in Halo Two, where they go from the guns up to the guns at rest. Uh-huh. So every time I see him, the first thing he goes, "Hey, you're welcome." <laughs> every time every time he's like I did that I made that the, the hardest thing that we had to do machinima wise for season 10 was uh, Kyle and I shot a lot of the later episodes in Valhalla together dude, like that we no sp- gravity scene must have been so hard in machinima dude shut up <laughs> the, the, the episode spoiler alert where the uh, UNSC pilots show up to arrest the Reds and Blues oh, in Valhalla in those Falcons you're only allowed two uh, so uh, Falcons or Hornets Hornets. Hornets. Falcons are the Falcons are in Halo Reach. Thank you. One. You're only allowed two Hornets on Valhalla. We needed three Hornets in order to get everybody out of Valhalla Tricky and to go work. save. Yeah, so it involved compositing. It also involved... We, we had set up a temporary machinima station in the studio downstairs. So there were a total of one, two, three... There was eight Xboxes. Kyle was in the studio. I was upstairs... We were on. We had each other on speakerphone, and I was saying, "Okay, you need to because we had to. We had to. Chore, we had to choreograph the UNSC pilots on the ground. We had to have the camera, and we had to have a pilot 
and then a second pilot come in. They had one had to do like a spin. It was essentially us shouting over speakerphone, picking up, and then just dropping uh, controllers all over the place. And it took it took us like 27 takes to do one shot, which was Carrie Shawcross saying "motherfuckers," and then uh, a like a falcon flying overhead, Kabu saying. Sorry, people, we stole these planes from... I don't know if you remember the uh, opening scene in Reconstruction. The, the like, the 50-person shot? Right, where oh, the Jesus. camera pans I up, always wondered how you guys and there's all those shit. scorpions and yeah, warthogs yeah, yeah. going around and people... Well, composite-wise, if you the same camera motion is easy because you just right. do the same camera motion. You just don't move it. They just had to reposition everything. That's what we did. Yeah, we yeah. shot that and I learned all 16 this just by fucking the times. The who, who are the guys you got to come in and help? We got uh, Smooth Few Films, uh, who's, uh, they make uh, Machinima down in Houston. And one of those guys is Eddie Rivas, who uh, yeah. did some writing work writing. on uh, season 10 for Red vs. Blue. Shout out, Shout out to Eddie. Um, the, the opening, one of the opening first shots of the uh, best RVB DVD ever of all time is a shot of a big audience at the uh, Red vs. Blue Awards. Mm-hmm. On, uh, and we shot it on Construct. I think it's Construct, the big waterfall level on Halo 3. Yeah. And that took Brandon and I over an hour to do because we, could, we only had like eight or so players available to us, but we had to fill up a auditorium's worth Miles, of how did, you, how did you machinimate the malfunctioning text? Oh, shit, yeah, I have a picture. I'll put it in the link dump. Um, so at the end, again... If fucking, you said it, make sure close. you send us that fucking picture. This is episode I will. 21. Episode, so. episode 21 We're sponsors. Of, uh, We're all sponsors, right? It's yeah. okay to talk. Well, 21, everyone's seen 21. Yeah, yeah, episode, yeah. episode 21 is, is the Halloween. epic Army of Texas. It's the, it's the episode True Colors. I fucking love the name of that episode. Um, and uh, after Church goes and talks to... Uh, Talks to like splits up in all the different church fragments and talks to all the text robots. Um, there's a shot after he comes out of her discussion, his discussion with her, where there's all these text bots that and are like shutting down, and yeah. then they eventually fall. That was all of the Xboxes that we had, all on text except for like I think no, I think they were all text. Um, I changed every character to look like text, and I put all the controllers next to each other, and all I had was. A Halo Three ODST box and a Tupperware lid to like a de- like a deviled eggs like Tupperware holder. The very specific Tupperware holder. Very, it was very. I remember. I was <laughs> I like, "This is the perfect size." No, Tupperware. it was really big. It was really big, so it was perfect. And what I did was I laid them on top of all the joysticks, and I had uh, one of our editors, uh, Ben, come over, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna make them shut down, and I'll go kicker hergert." And then I need you to turn off all but the director Xboxes, so then they'll all die at the same time. On my mark. We only have one shot at this. And I took the box and the Tupperware, and I just started shaking them back and forth. So and like it moved, moved all, all the, the, it moved yeah. all the joysticks at the same time. And like all the the controllers were going everywhere. And when they started falling off the table, I go, No, no, kill it now! <laughs> and he turned them all off. And then they all went black, and it was just black for a second. I thought I'd like fucked the game up or something and it, it looked really odd but then it did the game I over. thought that was animation no <laughs> that was me going kill it kill it now <laughs> and then you ate deviled eggs and to celebrate, deviled eggs to celebrate. <laughs> that is an amazing like creative machinima way to do things. it was just me yeah. and like three other people and the other people that were there were like you and Carrie who were working yourselves to death but on animation I can't believe that so few of you worked on that voting musical PSA. Oh, yeah. dude. Because there were so many choreographed that moments was, that tied in with the music. We shot so that in two days. And that's the, the version that we put up is a, is a shortened version. I don't know if we'll ever show like a director's cut. I know we're going to have, I think we're going to have the, the voting song on a future uh, CD or soundtrack. And it's way longer. And you, 
<laughs> God, I <laughs> never want. I never Jeff. want to say electoral college again. About the electoral. College. I know because it's not the way. I said the way I, I would say like. You said the, about the electoral college. I would say like the electoral college, and it would not say the electoral. Um, so it was weird to me. It's not a way I say a word. There is. Sing. I'm gonna say. I also it, would not say. You got you got auto tuned <laughs> a little bit on. Don't you pay attention to the midterm campaign? Is a line that's in the long version of the song. And it sounds like Kermit the Frog. Don't you pay attention to the midterm what's, campaign? What's, what's funny is, uh, it got cut, right? But Jeff Williams called me. We had to do some pickups and re-record some stuff because the auto-tune made it sound terrible. Like, I was so bad, auto-tune no. couldn't fix it. You don't say. And, uh, and uh, he was like, so, Gus, my concern is... Um, you sound kind of like Kermit the Frog right now. No shit! Oh my god! We need to turn the Kermit down a little bit. Oh my god! It was fucking awesome. Yeah, no, that that was that was a crazy fucking shoot because we had a chorus line, we had all these people raising their guns with a panning camera movement. And I like when each person like goes out of frame one at a time. Yeah, like going. It was a it was it was yeah, an interesting was two days. Is there a frog character we can write into Ruby now? That's <laughs> we'll find it. We'll find only it. Only if it sings. No, it doesn't, that only sings. It, it doesn't talk. About it only campaigns, sings. and that's it. Oh, about the electoral. <laughs> no, we had to listen to that song so many times. I could. It's it's forever burned into my skull. I remember every time you asked me for help with uh, some sort of machinima scene because you guys had like too many characters to do all yourselves. I was so nervous <laughs> because I I'm terrible at Halo to begin uh-huh. with. But manipulating the game to do what you want is even scarier <laughs> for me. You good. So like having to like move a character this way and then this way when you're not actually like looking at the character, I would be so nervous. The weirdest. That I, would screw, I would be like, guys, I'm gonna screw up the shot. I swear, we're gonna have to set up everything again. No, you're you know you're great. You did you did like a good handful of times throughout this season. You did a good job. It's definitely a, a skill you acquire is to be able to navigate your character from a third person perspective yeah. and to maintain like your your yeah, your, your, your reference. Like I play I evil. Yeah, <laughs> I play I play most games um, on just default and like non inverted settings, but I have to do machinima inverted because I'm used to everything being backwards. If you step to the right, you're going to go left. If you're looking from third person and back and you forth. You invert x-axis? No, 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 no. But I'm saying, like, if you're staring at a character that's facing, like, this character's facing me, if I press like if right on the control stick, he'll move to his right, but on camera he goes to the left. Right. That's what I'm saying. So in order to, like, match that on the y-axis, I had to make up go down and down go up when I do machinima. Like, I cannot do, like, default... Settings machine yeah. Yeah, but now it made me ambidextrous. So now if somebody hands me a controller, they're like, oh, so I play inverted. I'm like, it's not a That's fucking problem. That's the definition of ambidextrous. Whatever. But it's, 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 I know, I know, but like ambidextrous with with with, with uh, controllers. I don't think there's a word for that. I just inverted? used ambidextrous. I play, I play inverted too. Yeah. People give me so much shit for it. I get it too. Yeah, yeah everybody gives me free. Okay. No, well, just imagine a handle on the back of your head. Up goes down, down goes up. Yeah, someone tweeted that the other day. They said, I get it. I've heard that explanation. I have a reason for why I play inverted. It's not that one, though. It's because I grew up, the first games I ever played were airplane games. Mm. Like Star Fox. So when you play an airplane game. a spaceship that is not an airplane. You know what I mean? Like flight games. Let's call them that. So up goes down, down goes up, and that's always how I played stuff. We made a PSA about this. Oh, it's, like a, it's like a. Did long... we talk about this on the podcast already, Monty? It's a, it's a, it's a, it, no, it's a debate like, that's larger than us. Also, I like how after Ruby, like the first thing you said was, "I think we talked about this on the podcast already." But one time, <laughs> you of all people, Monty. 
You were supposed to be uncorruptible. Well, that reminds me. I do get sick of hearing the same story, but, you know, you do have to well, repeat yourself. Speaking of a repetition. Guess what I found today? Oh, geez. They hid it from me. They hid it from me in the back lot, and I found it. Can I see it? No. I was born in Darkwood. You merely adopted it. Smash. So we're going to be wrapping up pretty soon. Damn you! Curse you, Batman! I have, I have, I have yet to see Dark Knight. Right. What? Are you serious? I don't go see movies. Go see, go rent it. Get the, go. It's not oh. out yet, honestly. I wish it was out. Go. It's really good. I assume oh, it'll be out in time for really the holidays. Like it. It so probably like the next couple weeks. A young kid I am again. always at my desk. I, I don't even think I'll have time to play a little watch. He'll watch it when he's at You have an Xbox at your desk. But I, and I, have I only have four I need more hands. Just put it up on uh, one probably, of your I'm long probably going to walk a uh, watch a walkthrough or something. Walk a walkthrough. Walk a walkthrough. Walk a walk. Walk a walk. Walk a Don't you pay attention right, to well, <laughs> We're going we're gonna to wrap up now on that wonderful note. Uh, so don't forget that the Red vs. Blue Season 10 DVD, Blu-ray, and 10-year box set and Blu-ray are both uh, avail- are all available in the store right now. And at, There's also uh, some new shirts. Best Buy. We have some new shirts. We want to give to the people. Yes, we do, we do want to give to the people. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, now you can cut over to election coverage and find out the <laughs> who won and who will be leading the... The winner is Gus. I ...leading uh, the country. But uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. Thanks for taking the time. And uh, we'll be talking to you next week. I'm going to go play Halo 4. <laughs> I'm going to go play you. Halo 4, too. Bye. Bye. Good evening. With iron in their hearts, they discussed the fine arts. Their podcast was called The Drunk Tank. Drunk Tank!